Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey, folks, welcome to another Wednesday night. I, uh, if you didn't get to see Sunday service or weren't here, uh, go back online and, and watch it. It's a wonderful service, presence, presence of the Lord was there here and uh, we totally enjoyed that it's in his presence there's fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore and I tell you uh, we can't can't get there enough we need to live there but it's I know there's a lot of things going on in the world today but thank God he gives us peace in the midst of a um, troubled world amen tonight I'm gonna continue on along the prosperous soul we've talked about poor soul the the uh, the um, soul that um, uh, overcoming soul, the you know, just the uh, prosperous soul is so important. And John said, "I wish above all things, brethren, uh, beloved, I wish above all things you prosper in all things and be in health, even as your soul prospers." That's John thir- three, and uh, it's important. Our soul is made up of our mind, will, our emotions. But you know, sometimes we can get so caught up in the things of the world and distractions and and the cares and worries and fears and it's so um, easy to, to, to fall out of that presence and get away from that presence. But he wants us to have peace. So tonight's title is Walking in Peace. And so uh, I would start out in Luke, uh, Luke chapter uh, 10, verse 38. And you know this story. And it's the story of Mary and Martha. And uh, it says, Now it happened as they went and entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she said she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she did not, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care? <laughs> well, of course he does, that my sister has left me to serve alone. Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus says, Martha, Martha. Anytime you hear that, it's like when you talk to your kids, you know, you're correcting them. They, you want to get their attention. And, and you don't just say it once. Sometimes you have to say it again. It's like, are you listening? And he says, you are worried about and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed. I find that interesting. He said one thing, but this is so, so important. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. That was listening to the to words of Jesus, being in the presence of Jesus, so vital to walking in peace and comfort. Amen. So we can get troubled and worried and, and cares and fears and all those things. But he also said, Jesus said in Luke 21, 34, he said, Take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and the cares of the life of this life, and so that the day come upon you unawares. Uh, that's the King James. In the New King James, it says carousing. Carousing. What are you doing? I'm just carousing around, you know. Uh, and so, but surfeiting, that word means things that bring pain, like drunkenness, intoxication, uh, burdens of the world, cares, worries, fears, stress, all those things uh, add up to where we have no peace, no comfort. And then and over in Matthew 6, 25, 
we know that story about seeking the kingdom of God, first the kingdom of God. But Jesus said in, in this first verse, 625, take no thought about your life or worry, what you're going to eat or drink. And he goes into these other things. So he says, take no thought for that. Because that's where the stress comes is through our thought life, isn't it? Everybody, everybody has things on their mind that causes them stress. And you know what? I believe the enemy knows your hot button. He knows the things that will cause you to be stressful. The word worry suggests a distraction, a preoccupation with things causing anxiety, stress, and pressure. So we have to be careful of that. God doesn't want us to be stressed out. He doesn't want us to be all uptight, and, uh, but to have peace and trust in his faithfulness to bring us through. And, and Psalm 46, 1, God is our refuge and strength a very present help in times of trouble. I know that to be true, so do you. Uh, he's our help in times of trouble. How many, how many of you have been to that place where you're in trouble, but the first thing you do is you, you worry about it, get anxious about it, rather than calling on his, uh, him to help you at that time. And trouble's all around. It, we're not living in, in you know, uh, pie in the sky where there's no trouble. It's everywhere, everywhere. rumors and wars and... Uh, Rumors of wars and famine, uh, pestilence. Jesus talked about that in Matthew 24. Uh, he's talking about the end of the age or when, the end of time. We just had a major earthquake down, or we didn't, but in Morocco they had one killed, I don't know, well over uh, 3,000 people or up around 3,000. I think it was around 3,000. Don't quote me on that, but it was a lot of people. Uh, we just we see terrible storms everywhere. Uh, all kinds of things, wars going on everywhere, trouble in the world. And he tells us not, not to worry, uh, take heed, he says, don't uh, be deceived. And that's not the end, but he wants us to live in peace. And in 2 Timothy, or, uh, uh, yeah, 2 Timothy chapter 3, Paul tells us that perilous times, in the last days, it says, the last days, perilous times will come, harsh, savage, Difficult, that's what this means. Dangerous, painful, fierce, hard to deal with. Isn't that true? Sometimes things are hard to deal with. You know, when you keep your mind stayed upon all the things of the world's going on, it is very difficult not, not to be overcome with uh, worry and care and fear. In, Ma in John 16, uh, Jesus said these words, In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have uh, what? I have overcome that world. Thereby you can too. So he says this in the Amplified. Let me see if I can find it here real quick. Yeah, here. I have told you these things so that you, in me you may have peace, perfect peace and confidence. In the world you will have uh, tribulation and trials, distress and, and frustration. But then he says this, be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, uh, certain, uh, uh, certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world, I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Amen. You realize that? That's, that's such wonderful news. It's good news. It's the news that he says. When Jesus says that, I've given you, the, <laughs> I have overcome the world for you. I've deprived that world from overcoming you in this life. Now over in John 14, 27, he says this, peace, peace, I leave with you my peace. You ever think about that? His peace. Wow. Peace that overcomes all the stress and the cares and the worries of the world.
peace, his peace. I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. This is what he's telling us tonight. Don't be, don't be caught up in the stress of the world, the troubles of the world, but recognize my peace. I, I, I sometimes say, Lord, I need your peace. I thank you for your peace. You ever do that? You need to do that once in a while and say, Lord, I thank you for your peace in the midst of all this trouble. It'll clear your mind out. You know, it'll, it'll, it'll help you uh, focus. It'll help you stay on track. And, and, and when you begin to do that, you can think clearly. Now, we're just going to uh, expedite this a little bit and move a little forward, but there are steps to peace. How many of you know there are steps to a lot of things we do in life, amen? In order to grow, in order to get better at things, we have to. there are steps we have to take or, or instructions we have to listen to. Uh, one of the best uh, scriptures I like to go to or the go-to scriptures for me is over in, in Philippians chapter 4. Now, uh, Philippians 4, Paul's writing this from prison. You know, I mean, he's, he's been in prison, but he's writing uh, this wonderful letter to the church at Philippi and challenges uh, us to unity in Christ. Unity in Christ. Excuse me. Philippians is, talks about the joy and rejoicing in the Lord and the call for the church to live out uh, God's plan for their life and, had, what, and realize what God has done in them and that but thereby be able to fulfill the plan and purpose that God has for each one of us. Amen? Now, in, in verse 4 of chapter 4 of Philippians, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. <laughs> now, some people say, well, I don't have anything to rejoice about. Well, I always say, say this, do you know Jesus? Have you been born again? You have everything to rejoice for. Rejoice in the Lord always. When does it say? Not just sometimes, not just when everything's a clear day at noon, when everything's going well. It's easy to do that. It's easy to praise God. It's easy to worship God when it's all going well. Well, that doesn't happen too often, but it can happen occasionally. But he said, rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in him. Rejoice in what he's done for you. Rejoice in who he is. Rejoice in the idea that, hey, life is, is, is short here on earth, but eternity with Jesus is forever. Hallelujah. That gives you something to rejoice for. Amen. And again, he says, <laughs> again, I say rejoice. Whenever he tells you that, it's like, okay, get, all right, wake up here. <laughs> don't, be, don't be sleeping through this. Wake up and re begin to rejoice. And then, and, uh, and over in Psalm 37, 4, it says, uh, delight yourself in the Lord. Do you ever think about that? Delight yourself. Lord, I just, I'm so delighted in you. I'm so happy to know I'm saved on my way to heaven. I'm thankful that my family is. I'm thankful that uh, we live in a, in a day when all hell is breaking out around us, but yet in the midst of that, you left us your peace, your joy, and, and we can rejoice over the very fact that we, our lives are um, with one with you. Amen? But Paul did, uh, you, you know, you might say, well, you don't understand. Paul doesn't, and, and you don't understand what I'm going through. Well, in other words, uh, your, your case is special, right? There is no something, nothing new under the sun. No temptation uh, that that is new under the sun. Amen? 
but you don't understand what a hard place troubles all around burdens carries cares worries all those things but we paul said have said you think you have trouble he tells us over in second corinthians chapter 11 uh, he says beaten above measure five times 40 stripes from uh, uh from beatings in other words he was beaten with and given five times he was beaten stoned uh, beaten with rods shipwrecked three times uh, perils toils weariness in prison frequently in fact this like i said this is where he's writing it is right now he's writing it from prison but then he says rejoice in the lord well brother mike what do you, what do i have to rejoice about <laughs> rejoice in the lord the one who gives you his, gave his life for you wow that's something to rejoice about amen he did that for everybody but he did it for you he did it for me that makes it special right the one who will never leave you or forsake you do you know he said that never 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 will i leave you or forsake you i can rejoice in that fact and truth amen the one who uh, sticks closer than a brother man i even 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 your christian brothers he's going to stick closer than that the one who leads you in the path of righteousness for his sake amen the one who gives you peace in the midst of the storm that's what he says that's what we rejoice about we're not rejoicing because all these things are happening in the world or maybe even the things we're going through we're rejoicing in the one who has brought freedom deliverance and eternal salvation to us amen so we have something to rejoice you should open your mouth and begin to say that well i just don't feel like yeah you can do this just do it it's an act of your will which i was going to talk about tonight but i changed my mind and i wanted to talk about peace because there's so much going on today in this world amen so we begin to say it by an act of our will or i just rejoice in the god of my salvation I rejoice in who you are and what you've done for me. Oh, let God be true. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And now in verse 5, it says, Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Gentleness. Believers are to be gentle and forbearing in dealing with all people. We have a reason to be general, gentle. In Ephesians 4.32, it says, Be kind one to another. Do you ever think about that? Well, I tell you what. It didn't cost you a lot to be kind. Do you know that? It's unfortunate a lot of people in the world aren't, but tender-hearted, forgiving one another. This is a big, big thing right here. If you want to walk within the presence of God and the fullness of God and what he's called you to do and finish your course, that's what we're in this for, right? Forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Amen. You've been forgiven. Forgive others. It'll free you and it'll free others. Amen. It may be the very catalyst that causes somebody to get right with God. You never know. The Bible is easy to read, hard to work out, but God's grace is sufficient for each one of us. Now, Philippians 4, 6 uh, through 9, the charge, don't worry or be anxious about anything. Let me just read it. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer, prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God and the peace of God. Now listen, which surpasses very understanding. You won't even understand why you got so much peace. Amen. <laughs> Will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Wow. 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 You have to say wow out there. <laughs> Amen. So prayer, special times of prayer, supplication, pour out your soul, thanksgiving and everything. Because that's what it's so important to have thanksgiving to be a part of what you do. Amen. 
We live and move and have our very being in Jesus Christ. We do it by prayer and by the things that by our uh, praises, our worship, our rejoicing. Amen. Amen. Then it says, peace that passes all understanding. What do you mean by that? As we walk in prayer and fellowship with God, God will continue to infuse us with his peace. It's, it's past our uh, finite mind, our, our uh, you know, why? I'm going through all this, but I have this peace. You know, uh, Paul was on, uh, was on a ship. He knew it was, he perceived that it was going to be bad for them, and it ended up being shipwrecked. But yet, he, he had peace. Jesus had peace laying in the back of the boat when the storm is, is, is going like crazy, you know. And he said, of course, he asks, where is your faith, you know. But he had peace, and that peace that he had, he gave to us. Amen. He gave us peace to conquer and walk through the trials. Amen. Peace comes through right thinking. Do you ever think about that? Because this is part of this verse 8 here. Verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are truths, this is what we're supposed to practice. Things are, are true. Well, what's true? <laughs> Thy word is truth. The word of God is truth. So you can't, you don't get, look, I, I'm just being honest, you know this. You don't get truth from the media. You may get a little snippet of truth. You don't get truth from the world. You only get truth from the one that <laughs> provided the truth. Amen? Amen. Uh, whatsoever things are honest or noble, it says. Whatsoever things are noble. You ever think about nobility? Things that are, uh, uh, take a higher standard, a higher way of, 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 of things, right? Whatsoever things are just. You're, we ever think about that? Do you ever think about, is it just? Is I, am I thinking on the right things here? Because it said, take no thought. And, and Matthew says, Jesus said in Matthew 20. 625 take no thought or 24 take no thought i guess it was 25 yeah 625 is it pure is what i'm thinking you ought to challenge yourself is what i'm thinking pure lovely of good report virtuous full of praise lovely i like what keith moore says about all these things you need a bouncer <laughs> you need to say when it comes to you is this truth well, if it doesn't line up with the Word of God, it's obviously not truth. So you say, nope, can't come in. Is it honest? Is it noble? No, it can't come in. Is it just? No, I'm not letting you in. My thought life, I'm, I'm pushing this out. Because we have, we have the ability to do that, you understand. We can pull down the strongholds of our thought life if we, we'll take control of it. Think on these things is what he's saying right here. Think on these things. This is what the end of that uh, uh, meditated even says. But it goes on to say, lovely. Is what I'm thinking about, is it lovely? Or is it caught up in the world and what the world's doing? Uh, a good report. How many, you know, sometimes it's so easy to listen to bad reports rather than the good reports. That's why sometimes we have prayer meetings or something. Who's got a good report? I don't listen to all this other junk. Well, God, nothing good happened to me today. Well, no, 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 no. No, what's God been doing for you? He gave you his life for you, so that's a start. So I can rejoice in that. So is it a good report? Virtuous. Is it praiseworthy? Wow. All these things are in, are in my thought life. Is that what I'm 
meditating on it because it says meditate on these things and and when you do those things that peace that says that passes understanding well what guard your heart and mind well you don't understand Mike what I'm going through God does but he tells us to do things this is a what is the same when you got poison in your body what do you need an antidote right this is the antidote this is what puts you over this is what brings life to you amen now source of power of positive thinking the word of God noble examples self-effort amen we have to, we have to know these things running out of space here but let's let me let me just go back to this a little bit we live in a uh, a very peculiar time not unlike others I suppose but it just seems like time is rapidly moving forward we're seeing a lot of things come to pass that was prophesied throughout the Word of God we're seeing times that that can be very unstable people's lives are being um, you know it, we just keep going and uh, we see things happen today that uh, some of us that have been around a while can't even understand why it's happening but we, we, we can get all stressed out and all caught up in the world today. But we, when we do the things he's instructed us to do here in verse uh, chapter 4 and, and these verses I just read, we'll begin to walk in peace. We'll be going to walk in the very presence of God. You know, in his presence, I've said this earlier, there's, there's everything that we need. There's nothing like getting in the presence of God. You say, well, how can you do that? First of all, you, we got some great, great praise music out there today. And I mean, I'm not talking about just eh, run-of-the-mill stuff. I'm talking about stuff that will usher you in. We, had a, we have a great praise team here at Living Water Family Church, but Sunday was, I mean, it's exceptional. And, and I, uh, Angela Bensel got up and said, a few things and was talking and reading some scripture and she says everything we sing here is based on the Word of God the scripture well when you begin to read uh, praise God through uh, songs and worship songs that are uh, scriptural man it brings the presence of God so I would encourage you to get get off and, and it don't have to be by yourself but it's it's nice sometimes just to get in a place in in your house and in your office somewhere and put on some praise music and just begin to praise God. Just begin to thank Him. Begin to rejoice in the God of your salvation. And I'm telling you, it won't take very long. You'll sense the presence of God. And when in, in His presence, there's fullness of what? <laughs> it brings joy, my friend. It brings joy. And there's pleasures forevermore. And, I, and, I, and the other thing, it'll, it'll cause you to have a desire for it more often. You know? Uh, it's unfortunate uh, ha bad habits you know we can get into bad habits and what is it we want those things more and more and it's hard to break those habits but if we get in to make some good habits where we praise God and worship God and magnify God over all the other things in our life guess what that'll become a, a godly desire and he, it says delight yourself in the Lord didn't it and he will give you what the desires of your heart why because you're heart begins to line up with his heart and it becomes a real thing in your life listen there's no greater joy than being in the presence of the Lord well I like this thing and I like no that's all temporal that's all 
But the presence of the Lord can be for eternity, which it can be and will be. If we're going to heaven, that's what it's going to be there. Amen? So do those things. Do the things uh, and think on the things that will help bring you peace in the midst of a trial and recognize that Jesus said, I give you my peace. My peace, which is far greater than anything else in this world can give you. So we just thank God for that tonight. Amen. Do you do just thank God for him tonight and thank him that he's no respecter of persons that he doesn't give to one and he wouldn't give to another that would call upon him and ask him for it. Amen. Amen. So let's pray tonight. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your peace, your joy in the midst of a troubled world. We thank you that you've overcome. <laughs> Jesus said, you know, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. I've taken care of the things that will trouble you, and if you'll focus upon me. So we choose to do that tonight, Lord. We choose to think upon the right things, think upon you, think upon the God that gave his very own son for our salvation. Thank you, thank you tonight for uh, our church family, or thank you for brothers and sisters. Some may be going through some hard times, but I pray that they'd roll that care over onto you and begin to praise you in the midst of their trouble and have faith that you're, you're always working in the and for their behalf. We just give you praise for a God that's so so wonderful, so marvelous, so goodness, and so good to us. And we just thank you tonight and give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Be good to be with you tonight. Walk in peace and walk in the presence of God and you'll begin to see him work mightily in your life. Amen. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.